Have you ever felt out of place? Are you tired of getting played? Has that paycheck not hit now you're starving for two days? When discussing all things confidential, it can get a bit complex. There's a What's good, y'all? You already know we're back again with another episode of A Big Complex. And you already know how we're about to start this episode off. So, what the would you rather? <laughs> okay. Where did my questions go? She they went to the Oh, I see Okay. Would you rather have um, horrible acne that is only on areas that are covered with clothing or a moderate acne that's only on your face? I got to say the moderate. Because, you know what I'm saying? It's ways that you can make that shit better. You feel me? And I don't want this shit all on my body like a motherfucker. You know, I take my clothes off. They gonna look at me all weird and shit like I'm nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that I, shit. I agree. You feel me? Like you can, you can, you can, you can. Work. You can work on it, right? Yeah, you can definitely work on it. It ain't say you you can work on it. Yeah. Yeah, I would do moderate too because um yeah I'm trying to you know it's time to get in bed and shit like that. And she's like seeing all these little pimples and shit like that. It's like uh what the fuck? And she's screaming and look like an ogre. I ain't with it. Yeah, and it's like Do with these wash? questions, it's like you can still like it doesn't say you, you can't it? work on it. it didn't at all. So that's how I look at it as. Yeah. Oh, God. Get rid of it. Okay. Alright. Um, would you rather be publicly loved and have your own family despise you? Or would you rather the public despise you and your family love you? Shit, fuck the public. I'd rather have my family love me. Cause at the end of the day, that's all you got. Like most of like sometimes some people got like they family don't really like ain't a good family, but nine times ten they are. So like as long as you got your family, you don't need nobody else for real. Yeah, I I agree with that because my family your family typically well they should have your best interest for you. And it's become obviously apparent with social media that the public doesn't have your best interests. Um, so yeah, I would much rather the public hate me than my family despising me. I really don't care about the public and I also don't care about my family either, to to be honest. So um <laughs> Fuck everybody. This doesn't apply. Like no, no, no. But like if I had to pick, I would actually prefer for my family. Who the fuck gives a fuck about the public? Nobody. Yeah. And it's like, that's just like the public eye. They don't know you personally. I don't care. Um, I feel like my family doesn't know me personally either, so I don't care about them either. But I would prefer family. Yeah, listen to that offset. Yeah, and it's like, but once I, I mean, <laughs> once I like, you know, like create my own family, yeah. then of course, it's family over everything. Exactly. Yeah. Would y'all, um, this ain't as good as y'all's, but would you rather have the best house in a shitty neighborhood or the worst house in a fancy neighborhood? But mm, best house in the shitty neighborhood, that shit gonna get uh, robbed. <laughs> Man. The worst house in the fancy neighborhood. You uh, gonna assume we black? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's gonna be apparent. They gonna think you a trap house. So it's yeah. like, woo, good one. Um, but then you don't want to get robbed. I don't know. I just have to. Uh, I just have to have the best house in the shitty neighborhood and keep the strap because yeah. But then, listen, though. Y'all got to think about this, though. The worst house in a fancy neighborhood. Think about, like, say it's in, like, a rich-ass neighborhood. It might not be as best, like, as good as they houses, but it's still a decent house because it's in a good neighborhood, though. You got to think about it. Like, they might think it's shitty, 
But to us, we're like, shit, that's all right. It also depends on the town, too. Because in New York, you can have a nice house in a shitty-ass neighborhood and, like, nobody gonna mess with you. Mm -hmm. Here, if you... Actually, that's the case in OTR. People have nice houses in shitty neighborhoods. That's real. Gentrification. That's what that is. Definitely. <laughs> oh, it depends. Do you want gentrification or do you just want to stay somewhere rich? And be in a nice neighborhood. That's true. But then also, if you live in a fancy neighborhood, your kids is going to a nice school. Hmm. There's a lot to think about with that it one. It is. That's, that's a deep question, man. But I think I, I would want to do the shitty house in the shitty Or the nice house in the shitty neighborhood. I would, too. Yeah. It could still be in a... White area. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> so, um, would you rather have drunk sex in a bathroom stall or in the back of a car? Yo, like, awesome, like, creepy shit. I think I'd rather do it in the bathroom stall. That shit kind of sounds lit. It does. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> we already been fucking with each other. I feel like we didn't already have sex in the car. Exactly. So bathroom stall just it's like spontaneous. We at the club, we drink it. You trying to go to the bathroom? Exactly. And if you get sick, you can just go to the toilet. You gotta like yeah. throw up in your car. Compromise. <laughs> throw up while you hit it from the back. <laughs> Damn, that's gross. That's nasty. <laughs> I'm with the bathroom stall too though. Yes. It's like it's some shit y'all ain't supposed to be doing. Like, damn, anybody can walk into this bathroom right now. Yeah. But guess what? We still gonna be fucking. Like that adrenaline rush, but that is the, it's the adrenaline of the situation. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I would choose that. Yeah, and um, okay. Would you rather never use any social media ever again, or never be able to watch a TV show or a movie ever again? Ooh, that's deep. That's deep as hell. If I had to pick based off like my life right now, I don't give a fuck about TV. I, I can't even tell you like when's the last time I actually sat down and like watched the show. And um, I can learn about it on Twitter. All they do is talk about what's going on. Oh, did y'all watch this this week? So don't care. Give me social media. Mine might be different. I'm going to say fuck social media. Because, yeah. like, what I'm going to do in the midst of, like, all these hours of my life, like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to watch no TV, no movies. I, mean, like, I, I ain't going to be hit. So when you on social media and you, like, on Twitter, so you can't relate to motherfuckers, so you be like, damn, you ain't watching. Yeah, I'm cool on social media. I'm cool. Social, social media, media is depressing, too. ultimately, and it's an addiction that I just kind of like. I don't know. I, I don't know why I still get on it, but yeah, I would have to choose movies and TV over social. Media. I don't watch TV either, but I I find solace in my movies. Yeah. I need my movies. Yeah, because I'd be like, okay, this is peaceful right here. Because social media is just way too much ignorance and too many thinking this way and that way. It's it's, it's too much. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Would y'all um? Would you rather have unlimited love or unlimited money? Love. Yeah, love is rare. Easy love. Yeah, it's rare. love easy. Yeah, okay. I love we can produce that money. You yeah. can be surrounded by so many people, but do you really know what love is? Yeah. I it would definitely be love and off rip like money. You can always get money, but yeah. love is rare and it's hard to find. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling this shit. Yeah, I know, right? Just the wine. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> Just... Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it for that one. Then we, uh... Oh, all right, y'all, so now we better get into our what the fuck news. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> 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 but now, um, so... 
don't know if like many of you saw, but it was a video where a lady was in the government assistance building and she had her, what was it, like one year old with her? Mm-hmm. Yep. And she got like the, the people in the building called the police on her. And then when the police arrived, they were trying to like pull the one year old from her. So like, how would y'all handle the situation? Like, if you're in the government assistance building, like trying to, because I think she was in there because she was trying to figure out like why her benefits got like pulled from her. Yeah. So like, what would you do in that situation? Like, if that was you? Because no lie, I would I would did the same thing she did for real. Yeah, I Because like, it's no way I would have like, I'm not I'm not about to let the police like just take my one year old from me just because I'm sick because. I think the thing was like she, she was in the government assistance building for like two or three hours, mm-hmm. yeah. and like in the midst of her being in there, like it was no seat, so she decided to sit on the ground. And the workers like they said it was a hazard and that she shouldn't be there. But she like I've been in here for three hours. Like why do I have? Why do I need to stand? Like what's wrong with me sitting on the floor in the position that I am right now? Like, it- Go ahead. I just, oh, I was just gonna say, if you're a police officer and you fucking manhandle me, pull my fucking one year old kid out of my hand, I'm going off. And I think like anybody like in their right mind would like agree. And of course, like the police officers aren't being charged. Of course not. They ain't gonna charge them. And then on top of that, it's like you got a whole one year old baby for sit standing there for three or four hours. Like, what are you? That one year old get, only got so much patience to deal with that. Yeah. Like you, we have so much patience to deal with that. So you know a baby is not having it. They do not want to stand there and chill around their mama arms for that long. Is that they? Nah, they should have definitely respected the fact that she needed to sit down because she does have a baby with her. She's trying to keep herself sane. She's trying to keep the baby sane, and the baby is not having it. And then they want to come over and wild and out on her like that. Nah. She, I think she, she has every reason to have done what she did. Yeah, and just think about like standing like there for three hours, holding like holding any like a baby, but like, you know the baby can weigh what like around one what age? Like how much do they weigh? About like really like ten pounds. Ten pounds. How much? You tell I ain't got kids. So ten pounds. But think about standing for three hours holding like ten pounds in your hand. Like you'd be like, damn, my arm kind of hurt. Like let me sit down and make it easier for me. So like. I just felt like so. What they would have did if she just like sat the baby down on the ground? That's going to arrest them or something. Right. Like I mean, what, what you do? I'm just going to sit the baby down on the ground, like eat so he can sit here. Then what? Nobody's not supposed to sit on the ground. Now I would have been ticked off, man. I don't know. She had every reason to act the way she did. Yeah. Then they was acting out of pocket. Yeah, I I don't see like the big issue is the fact that they pulled her kid out of her hand. That's the big thing. Yeah. You have no business doing that. I don't know. They more so endangering the child than like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just fucked up. But you know, like I don't really want to. Because in know. the video, that's what was shown. Like they pulled her kid out of her hand. Yeah. But we can we can go on and on for days, but it's just the way it is in America. Cops out of control. Yeah. What's new? Our New Year's resolutions. That's what's new. What's the definition? What are those? All right. A New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western Hemisphere, but also found in the Eastern Hemisphere, in which a person resolves to change an undesired trait or behavior to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life. Okay, so two of my um, personal resolutions for 2019 are to um, stop caring about... (laughs) 
Stop caring about hurting people's feelings and to work on my social anxiety. Why is that? So, um, when it comes to hurting people's feelings, like, like I've mentioned before in a few episodes, like, I always try to look at the bigger picture and always understand where people are coming from. And I can't, when it comes to you asking me, like, my opinion or something or how I feel about something, I can be very blunt and rude. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I try to hold that back because I don't want to hurt your feelings. When, And then it's like a situation to play out and I was right. Like the initial thought that I had in my head was right. But it's like I ain't, I didn't voice that to you because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And so it's like I be trying not to do that when I just don't care anymore. Like so I want to care less and just I don't care if I hurt your feelings basically is what I'm trying to say. That makes sense. And then like as far as social anxiety goes, like um, – I I don't want to change, like, who I am as far as, like, I don't like people, don't like being around people, don't like talking to people, but I do want to change the fact that when I am placed into those situations, how I handle it, like, how I socialize and things like that, because it's like, it just takes over my brain, and then it just gets more awkward. Yeah, for sure. Uh, My two are... um... It's uh, continuing like the rebranding of our clothing brand because I, I have a clothing brand with somebody else that we do. And we like kind of stopped doing it because we didn't really want to like produce content and like, you know, put stuff out there with like a patent and all that. So like more so finishing the patent because like when you start doing things, you don't want people like selling your ideas. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I had was like, um, so I do this thing where like I make a list of things that like I want to accomplish for the year. And I like put dates bomb, you know, with a little signature at the end, like make a little contract to myself. So I want to uh, do that again, but actually like stick to the list, like no matter like what happens, like continue to like grind through it and, you know, find a way to get each thing that's on my list done just to, you know. That makes sense. Because I, I, I figure like, you know, when you write stuff down and you constantly like look at it, it's like a reminder mm-hmm. and then like you accomplish it more than, you know, you just saying that a person like, oh, I want to do this, 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 and this, so. Kind of like stick to that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, my resolutions this year, I actually made resolutions this year. I never do resolutions. But this year I decided to do something because I feel good about 2019. I feel like it's going to be a big year for me and like a lot of people. And everybody just seems excited for 2019. Uh, one of mine was to definitely get back into like designing and drawing because I mean, I graduated uh, from DAP in 2016. And I mean, I did another collection after that, and then I just like, I, and I did a collection actually this summer, but after that, I just kind of fell into this like deep, deep depression, like in regards to like being creative and stuff. Like it was just, you know, you work in corporate and things of that sort, it can kind of really sink into you. And I was just, 2018 was a very tough year for me. It was, it helped me realize a lot and um, it really took a lot out of me and it it helped me find happiness within myself though and satisfaction within myself. So now I'm just kind of ready to get back into my talent as far as like designing and drawing and, and um, actually like putting together clothes and making patterns and whatnot. Cause you know, that's what I went to school for. My mom don't want me wasting her money. And I also want to be, uh, I'm definitely been practicing even this year, but even more next year, I want to practice being more proactive um, when issues arrive. So like not putting off any problems or 
Like if I have an issue with something or if there are like tasks that I need to complete, just doing them instead of just waiting to yeah. do them and putting them off for the next day. Because all that's going to do is just make it more stressful. And all I'm going to do is continue to think about it. It's going to build up an anxiety and a fear towards it. And I'm just going to continue to avoid it. So I'm just going to pay off my bills when I can pay off my bills. I'm going to speak to people when I feel like I need to talk to people. And I'm just not going to run away from my problems anymore. I'm just going to face them and just deal with the consequences afterwards. So, yeah. I do have a question about that. What's up? So, like, with, like, being more proactive, do you consider yourself someone that works better under pressure? Or do you feel like once you're under pressure, you start to relapse? I work. The thing is, I work better under pressure because I did over summer, over the summer, I did a whole collection within a week with no sleep. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, it was like I work better under pressure, but I do not like pressure because I feel like I would do so much better if I would have just took my time and really took control of the time mm-hmm. rather than becoming a slave to the time. So that kind of that I'm trying to get myself out of thinking I work better under pressure. So that way, what I can do is I can create something good with the time that I have. And when the pressure arises, I can make it better. So therefore, I de- that's why I want to be able to get proactive on everything. And just like, you know, I'm going to start today instead of saying, you know, I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to wait until I have this. I'm going to wait until this falls through. I'm going to wait until I have more time to do this. And I'm just going to do it. Like, if a thought comes up in my head, I'm going to take it down and when it's time to act on it, when I'm ready to act on it and I feel it's the right time to act on it, I'm going to do it instead of avoiding it and just continuously talking about it and telling people like, yo, this is what I plan on doing next. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And just, I'm just doing it. With that being said, though, are y'all the type to like make resolutions and like, what do y'all think is the point of them? I think it's, I'm not the type to make resolutions at all. Cause I usually like to just flow into my years and just take things one day at a time and not really stress over like meeting goals and things like that. But this year, I feel like even in like, even before the 2019 has arrived um, within this year recently, I've been like, you know, what, I'm going to do this and I do it and it feels good to be able to do that. So why not make that a yearly goal to be like, okay, this year, 2019, I'm going to focus on this and I'm going to focus on it. And like, I'm going to actually do it instead of just saying like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to do it when I get around to it and making it more of a process and taking baby steps with it instead of just jumping right into it per se. Cause when you jump right into it, it can be very scary. Like you try to do the most at one time when you need to actually take the proper baby steps to get to where you need to be at. That's real. Um, I'm not really the type to make resolutions either, for real. But I do like the fact that, like, you know, based off of, like how I did that year, I'd be like, you know, at least I, I do want to do something progressive to what I did the last year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this upcoming year, like, we had a, a dope-ass apartment, which was, like, better than what we had the year before. So it's always something, like, I, I would like to do that's better than what I did before to show that I'm progressing. But at the same time, like, I don't really, like – sit down and be like, oh, shit, like, you know, I got to make resolutions like this, this, and this is just something that you, like, you want to do yourself personally, like, mm-hmm. so in a sense, like, everybody does have New Year's resolutions, but it's, it's in a sense, like, it's just something that they want to do better than what they did the year before, so. Um, I said, okay, I... How do I say this? Like, I get annoyed, like, when people 
say things like new year, new me. Because I feel like it takes away from the meaning of actually setting goals for yourself and trying to achieve them. But I personally do set resolutions um, every year. And but my resolutions are like different from the goals that I set, if that makes sense. So it's like, let's say like getting I wanted to get a new car. Mm -hmm. That's not a resolution. That's just a goal that you want to achieve this year. When I think of resolutions, I think of something I want to change about my character or how I want to enhance like who I am as a person. Um, like a character trait. And, um, yeah, so I personally do set those every year along with goals Mm -hmm. for the year. I do it all at once. And I, I'm the type of person, like if it isn't written down, then it's non-existent. So I write everything down. True. Like on a piece of paper. It's smart. That's good. It gives it some sort of permanence when you do that as well. So it's smart to do it. I don't really, like, do them just because it's a new year. I usually set, like, my goals. Um, Okay. So I'll set them by, like, the first half of the year and the second half of the year. And then after I, like, establish what goes in this six months and what goes in the other six months, I'll, like, um, establish what what I want to do each month. So, but that's just like with my goals, like with my actual like resolutions, like what I want to change about myself that does. So whenever I like decide like, okay, this is what I want to work on about myself. It doesn't like take effect January 1st, but it's like, it's more so like, okay, on December 2nd, I decided that this is what I want to do. This is the person that I want to be. So once the new year comes, I'll just be like, like hold myself more accountable. Yeah. It's not more so like new year, new me. I don't like that. I feel that. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Like even within these past few months, it's just like I've been kind of prepping myself for it. Like I want to put myself in a good position so that once the year does start, it's like, okay, let's really just kick this into action. I'm definitely not a new year, new me type. Because I feel like, you know, if I'm going to change, I'm going to just do it right now in this minute and second. So it's like, I'm not going to just wait until the next year to do this type of crap. But, um, I mean, I feel like it's good to just set that good foundation before the year comes up. Because, I mean, before the year arrives, you already have an idea of what you want to see from yourself within, like, the next year, the next few months or whatnot. So, um, yeah, I definitely take my baby steps until, you know, once the year arrives, it's like, all right, let's just lay this out and just try to get things accomplished on a monthly basis. So it does feel like I'm actually doing something good for myself mm-hmm. that's like progressing me forward do you believe in like new year fresh start despite your like resolutions or your goals that you have for yourself do you believe that the new year is just like yeah like that, shit from, that happened this year man it's just like it's time to move forward like 2019 because it's just like all of that you can literally just simply say all of that happened in 2018 yeah so I now agree. it's just yeah all of that happened last year that is once the new year starts Everything that happened last year happened last year. It's time to focus on this next road that's moving forward. And just and it really feels good with it. It's just I know it's probably just it is a psychological thing, but it feels good yeah. knowing that that is behind me and it's time for me to refocus and just keep going forward instead of dwelling on what happened this past year. Instead of just sitting here like, oh, this year was bad. 
Yeah, this it's was like, rough. Blah blah. That blah. was that was then. Yeah. But it's like with that and like with like a new year being like a psychological thing, I will say that people people still do that and say, oh, that happened last year, but still react the same way and still do the same thing. So it's just like it being a new year doesn't really mean anything to mm-hmm. you because you're still you're not learning from the things that you've been through or the situations that you've been in because you're still doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's just like, don't propose um, the fact that this happened then or this happened this X amount years ago if you're still going to act the same way. That yeah. really, like, annoys me. Because it's like, if you can actually see, like, the growth or, like, um, the change in someone's behavior or the improvement to their character, then that's different. But it's like, if you're still doing the same thing, it's just really draining. Right. I definitely agree with that. Um, Because, I mean, I I do, I kind of agree with, like, the new year, new me. But it's still, like, the same you. But it's, like, the mistakes and decisions that you made last year, it's like, I'm going to do better this year and I, you know, continue to make the same ones that I did before. So it's like, in a sense, it is because, like, you know, it's fresh start. Like, you know, I'm going to limit the amount of things that I fucked up on this year. Yeah. But it's more so, like, it's still, the, like I said, it's more a psychological thing. Like, Yeah, like, definitely. Man, and it's like, just like, you don't want to go into that next year and fall back into your safe. Same past. thing. Like, yeah. really hold your, like, it is like we keep saying it is psychological. But really hold on to that psychological factor because it's actually a good factor to hold on to. Like, you really need to start fresh. Like, don't go back. Like, if you left somebody in the last year, don't go back to that same person and put yourself through that same shit. Because it's like, if you sit there and think about it, you literally gonna have a... Re- if you had a rough year last year and you put yourself back in that same situation, you have the same year. Same result. You yeah. have the same result. So it, it needs to be a year of progressing. Don't... I mean, you don't have to travel to the same places. You just do... Like, apply for different jobs if you're tired of your job. Just... Just... Start looking forward and really have that year plastered in your head and just like take advantage of the fact that it is a fresh start for you. Yeah. And I feel like one thing that does show like growth in someone is if they do um, end up in like a, a similar situation that they've been in before, how they handle it. Because like you can go into a new year. And then something can happen and you still end up, like, you could still, you may still hate your job and still be at that same job, but mm-hmm. it's just like, what what are you doing to change it? Maybe yeah. this year you're taking it more seriously to actually, like, look for something else. Exactly. Or, like, just weigh out your options. And I think it's also good, too, um, for, like, people that's not in, like, for people that don't happen to meet their goals, like, say if you set goals from 2008, from this year, you haven't met them yet, I mean, it's nothing wrong with carrying them over into 2019, because maybe your goals have changed, like, into the next year, so it would be good to be able to bring those into the next year and see how you can enhance those goals that you already previously had, because, I mean, you've had to have, had learned something new this past year, because we all learn something new as we grow every day, so with with those goals that you didn't achieve this year, see how you can amplify them and go further with it. So when it comes mm-hmm. to like goals and stuff, like do y'all like when you set like a you know a New Year's resolution or like you be like, oh I'm gonna do this, like do you usually achieve them? Like personally? 
constantly. I usually achieve the goals that y'all like set in stone and I like, have done. And ultimately, yeah, I have. Um, I like they like I tell myself in gen- I have these very broad general goals and then I have like very specific goals. Like there are the ones where it's just like like this past year I told myself in 2018, I said, all right, I'm gonna get a full-time grown-up person job because I got bills to pay and I got student loans to pay on and all this stuff. So this year, and I don't care what it's gonna be a job that I can be okay with. So I'm gonna give myself a full-time job. I told myself, it, I, one thing, another thing that I told myself that I'm glad, it kind of kicked in in the end of this year, but I told myself I wasn't settling for anything. And that kicked in and finally, and, and like it took a minute, but it did kick in. And now I feel like I don't have like nothing really to lose. And there's nothing, I don't feel like I'm settling now. I just feel like it's like up from here at this point. So it's like, if anything just doesn't feel right, I won't settle with it. I like, you know, this is, this ain't it. Like I'm not. I'm not dealing with this because I know there's something better out there for me. So, yeah, it's just it's just it was good that I was able to get those two things under wrap. So that's why I feel like this year was actually in a way somewhat of a successful year for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. And it's like because I had just graduated. So, like, you know, when you like after that, like process, you like anything you do, like that's better than how it was like, when you were in college. It's like mm-hmm. an upgrade for you. So my my biggest thing was like. I was saying, like, you know, I'm going to make sure, like, you know, my all my bills paid up front. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to have extra money to do this, this, and this. And it was like, that was just like a small start. So it was like, I did achieve, like, what I wanted. Like, I was like, I ain't going to be living, like, check to check no more. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I was, like, when I was in college. So, like, mm-hmm. graduating, like, it, like, it was like a different, like, transition. So it was like. Yeah, I'm actually doing this now, and I'm I'm setting myself up to be like better, like how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. So, like with that being said, like when you don't usually like achieve your goals, like how do you, like how do you react or like respond to like that? Um. So I I would say like the past few years, the when I set the goals, they like appear to be un- unattainable. But as time went on, I did all of them so that's why I started making them like by halves and then like just figuring out what I want to do month by month but if there is something that there has been times where like I realized that I like set an expectation like too high or it just you know was unrealistic and I consider myself like an idealist and um so I believe that everything's possible, but it's just more so. But in a sense, I'm a realist in a way mm-hmm. because, like, I I know what's unrealistic and what's not. But at the same time, I believe that nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that was a case where um, I was in a situation where something didn't happen in the like time, the time frame that I expected it to then I just like reevaluate what I can do to achieve this. Exactly. And just to piggyback on that, like when you don't like hit all your goals, like maybe you like set like a standard where like, you know, I want to do this within two weeks or like a month or so. Like maybe like it is not meant for you or like for you to like complete it in that time frame. So it's okay to kind of extend it. Like, you know, I'm still going to get this done, mm-hmm. but it's going to take longer than like what I expected. So it's like, that's okay too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cause you don't, you you can't hit every goal 
like in the time frame that you want because sometimes some things take longer. It's true. And along with that, like with your goals and like not achieving your goals that you specifically set, I mean, it's a reason for everything ultimately. So it's like, even if I didn't achieve these goals, there's a reason I didn't, I didn't get there. Like, it's not that I didn't achieve a goal is that there was just something else in place that I needed to resolve before getting there. Like maybe if I would have, if I would have like moved away and went somewhere else, I'd probably been miserable. I wouldn't feel as good as I do now. If I would have got, if I would have achieved the goal and moved somewhere that I actually would have liked to, maybe I would have moved there and I would have been struggling and, like it would have worsened my depression and I would have been going crazy and I've been ending up moving right back here. Maybe that's why that goal didn't get achieved. So maybe it's about just really having everything set in stone for yourself and just doing it at the right time rather than like just being too hard on yourself and saying, well, I failed at that. I didn't achieve that. Because honestly, when I look at it, I'm, I did have some goals in mind, but I'm kind of glad I didn't accomplish some of those quote unquote goals because I wouldn't have met some people and I wouldn't have achieved or like been introduced to certain things if I would have moved away and ran away. Like I would have been introduced to things, certain things about myself or been introduced to other people if I would have moved away so soon because it just, I wouldn't have been here. So I think it's sometimes good that, I think it's good sometimes when goals aren't achieved because you start to see what goals were achieved within that. So how y'all feel like when it comes to like, Say you like set your goal like for the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but did you don't then you don't stay consistent on it and you stop like maybe like the next month or so? <laughs> yeah. Like how do y'all like cope with those or what's some advice we can give to people for that type of situation? I feel like if it's something that you really want to do, you're gonna keep your eyes on the prize. Because yeah. some people just like set resolutions or what they may consider to be a resolution just because it's a new year and they they honestly really don't care. It's just the trend. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if it's something that you really want to do, you're not going to give up. You're going to keep going until you achieve it. Or unless maybe you figure out it's not feasible and then you uh, like maneuver and figure out a new route to get to that point. It's like, either way, you're not giving up. So it's like if you find yourself, it's different if you find yourself slipping because other other things have happened, but you still got that goal in the back of your mind. Exactly. But it's another thing when you just let it go. That means you never cared. Exactly. Because like when you like you be when you I'm sure I'm sure everybody has been through this point at one point or another where you go where you sign up for your gym membership and you're like, all right, I'm losing weight this year. I'm about to do this. And you go in there and like the gym is completely packed filled with tons of people who are they never worked out in their lives, which is a good thing. It's good that people are getting out there and giving it a shot. I will commend them for that. But then it's like you you're there for two months you, and you just see people less and less people show up as time goes on. And it's kind of disappointing, but it's kind of good because you get all the machines and stuff. But it's still disappointing to see that people like aren't really kind of sticking to it. or maybe they found a new plan or something to help with it. But ultimately, it still is good to don't like don't cut it so short. It's, that's where I was mentioning baby steps. It's like you don't have to immediately get into the gym or you don't have to immediately go into this or go into that. It's good to set a good foundation for yourself. Like first start out if you like trying to lose weight or something of that sort. First start out accessing your diet. Look at your diet first. before you start exercising and all that stuff. Look at your diet first. Get your diet in order. 
then start with small at-home exercises. Just kind of wait, get yourself in a routine of it instead of just throwing yourself in the gym and then you just sitting there looking around in circles like, okay, what am I doing here? And you're like feeling embarrassed and stuff. Get yourself on a roll, do your research, research exercises, research different diet plans and whatnot. Practice them a bit and see what works for you at first before you commit to anything. And I mean, that goes for anything. If you're thinking about moving somewhere, like, do your research on where you're moving to. How much is it going to cost? What is the rent going to be like? Is it going to be a roommate situation? It's just all about doing your research before you pursue anything instead of just jumping right into it and feeling completely confused. And when you're confused, you give up because you're not seeing immediate results on anything. Exactly. Yeah. Another example with that is, like, you know how, like, people say, like, I'm going to eat healthier and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, like... I feel like it's okay, like, you know, you going and then you had that time in the month where you'd be like, damn, like, I don't want to do this no more. I feel like it's okay to, like, add it in there every now and again, but don't get carried away from the goal. Because, like, I feel like it, it kind of helps you and it, it gets you to that point where you can progress and be like, all right, now I don't need this. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, like, taking them baby steps, like, you can't just be like, you can't go from, like, or going out to eat all the time, you know, mm-hmm. eating everything you want from just not eating it at all. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to like take them steps or like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do better and do this and I'm gonna cheat a little bit. But like you said, like yep. it's gonna get me to that point where I won't have to do it no more. Exactly. So definitely like he said, like take baby steps. Yeah, like, any progress is good progress. So exactly. let's take take time with it. Along with baby steps, I hate I personally hate when people come to me with like Shit, that's just so unrealistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, like in the beginning, um, I can't like I don't like just shutting people, shutting down like your dream. But I am I'm very like intuitive and very like, like I said, I can be very blunt mm-hmm. when you like honestly ask me for my opinion. And it's like, there's some things that you know damn well aren't about to happen in a fucking year. Yeah, at all. And that, like, bothers me so much. So that's why I think it's important to take baby steps. Like, there's nothing wrong with having this long-term goal. And you may not know, like, how many years it's going to take to get there. Mm -hmm. But with those baby steps, you can establish, like, goals within that main goal within a short shorter time span yeah to help you get there and i think that's very important Mm -hmm. for sure when it comes to uh something so long term or just being able to identify that okay this should this is not about to happen this year this is something that's more long term yeah and like going to say i feel like it's it's good to like like, give the people the advice to, like, when it comes to, like, your goals, like you said, like, don't set them too high. And, like, do stuff that's, like, realistic. Like, don't say, like, some shit like, yeah, I want $100,000 in, like, two months. And when you know, like, damn well you can't do that shit. So, like, just set that shit, like, appropriate to, like, how you know, like, yourself personally can, like, accept this challenge. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, like, like that, like, make it a challenge for yourself. Like, you know, I want to do this. And when I do this, I'm gonna reward myself like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. that that like kind of helps. Because that helps me like achieve things that I want to do. So, yeah. Another thing to give advice on too is just like, um, if if there's anything you're trying to do, like say if you're trying to, for example, if you're trying to move away or anything of that sort, it's just like you got to really be considerate 
of where you are, where, where are you trying to go? Where, when are you trying to do it? And you got to be in reality, like, it's okay. Like I have, I signed a year lease and it ends at this time. So I need to, I can't, I have time to either, I can save up to pay off the rest of my lease and move here with a job, or I can just wing it and be totally confusing and not having to come back with my tail between my legs like yeah. and looking embarrassed and stuff like that. So it's just good. It's like, it's definitely important to make a plan and like really start small with it. And if it's like you're starting your own business or something, or you're going into a different field or anything like that, it's really important to do your research and get involved locally. Cause I understand even if talent locally isn't what you want it to be or what your dream is expected of it, still get involved locally. Cause you just never know who you're going to meet. And then from that point, as you get your kind of like get your prestige up, you can start going to bigger places and doing more, doing more for yourself as well as others. That way, the more people you meet, you know, the more you get out there, it's really about getting out there. Yeah. Like with networking, do you find it like rewarding when you bring your friends into your goals and ask them to hold you accountable? Yeah, that feels real good, actually. Like when you bring everybody together and like, are you talking about like, as far as like, if y'all make like planning events together? No, just like personal, like, okay. Like if I like tell my friend, like, okay, I said, okay, something basic, like I'm not cussing anymore. Mm. So anytime I'm talking to you and I say this, yeah, let me know. Like, so like, uh, just from that perspective, like, do you like when your friends hold you accountable for the things that you say that you want to do or stop doing? Definitely. Yeah, that's important because they that way they'll ask you like, yo, like, or like, say if you want to travel more or something, like, so yeah, when you going to so-and-so, like when you going there, like you've been saving up to go there, like you or usually because when you talk about traveling, people want to go with you anyway. So it's like they'll kind of be on you about it. Like, yeah, we still going here. And like when you know somebody is on you about it, it makes you like, OK, I got to keep up with this because I don't want to let this person down if they're expecting everyone especially the thing is it's like it's i hate that sometimes people do like just can let people down and not even care but when you actually care about somebody letting them down like achieving your goal will definitely overweigh letting someone down yeah. so that'll definitely encourage you to move forward so it is sometimes good to i know some people are like i'm keeping my goals to myself and i'm keeping them quiet but mention them to people that love you because they will keep yeah you, people that care yeah definitely. they will keep you up to it I agree. Cause yeah, my parents, man, when I tell them like, oh, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna definitely start designing more this year, stuff like that. And whenever they ask me about it, it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna get into it. And it forces me to want to get back into it because I'm gonna be like, oh, uh, no, I haven't done any of it yet. And then that's the only result in a um, in a speech, and I'm not trying to hear a speech. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the people that have. I'm not going to say the people that have the most to say care about you the most because that's certainly not true. But it's like the people that invest into like what you want to do and really give you like some real some real ass feedback, whether it be positive or negative. But even if it's negative, they find a way to help you turn it into positive. Those Mm -hmm. are people that you should like allow to hold you accountable when it comes to uh, like, um, reaching your goals that and it can also i just want to make people aware that it can backfire too the growing problem is everybody wants to be so positive and politically correct about things you don't want to keep people in your company that's telling you to go do things that's going to lead you off a cliff and 
leading you spiraling down somewhere where you just is like going off the chain. You got to have people around you that's going to like really keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to tell you, um, yeah, that's not you, you. Like, what are you doing to actually plan for this instead of you just jumping into it? Because, I mean, people going to tell you all day. They're like, you should do it. You should jump into it, especially if they're there already. So it's just like they're going to tell you to do it because, I mean, I, I don't know if they just think like you kind of like have their same thing in mind. But you do definitely have to be aware of those people who are kind of naive and too positive about things because there are times where you kind of got to keep it real with yourself. So yes. just take it like a grain of salt. I agree. So now we're about to get into our complicated shit. So this week, um, the letter says, one of my closest friends recently got into a new relationship and they've been going strong for a little bit over a year. While I'm extremely happy for them, I still have yet to hang out with or meet their significant other. I feel like they are living in two separate worlds and it's causing a strain on our relationship. I've tried to talk about it, but they continue to act like nothing's wrong. How can I continue to support but not lose my friend? Mm. It's like, it is kind of tough because like when people get in relationships, they kind of go like kind of MIA. So it's like, I, I get what she's saying, mm-hmm. but at the same time, maybe she's trying to like make sure he like right and like suitable to meet friends. Cause like when it come to like, cause I feel like meeting friends is like the first step. Mm-hmm. And then once you pass the friend says like, oh, they fuck with him or not. Then it's like the family. So it's like, maybe she's trying to like prepare herself. Since it's fairly new, she like, do I, do I want her? Or do I want him to like meet my best friend? Like, do I want him to share like, the experience that me and my friends have. But then, like I said, at the same time, like, when you're in, like, fresh love, like, they just like to be, like, ducked off and shit, too, sometimes. So it's like, I don't know. It's pretty, that's that's a tough one for real. It is tough. Because I, I experienced that, too. Um, like, when I, when I, I and my friends know this, like, sometimes I'll get so lost in a relationship that I will, like, it's like I will tend to forget, but I don't forget them necessarily, but I get so, like, you just get so smitten sometimes that you just get, kind of forget and then once y'all start hanging out it's like oh okay um yeah i've just kind of been away like hanging with them like boot up and everything but i think it's on how to bring it up though it's just like so when i think it would be good it, it'll probably make the person who's dating someone else feel more comfortable if the friends ask like so when are they gonna hang out with us or like when they gonna come you know catch drinks with us or something like that because that way it's, it gives them more of a opportunity to be more welcome Mm-hmm. I suppose it's, it's just like more of a welcoming. And so instead of you just being like, instead of you just popping up and bringing your significant other, because that can make things awkward too. Because everybody gonna be like, oh, they gonna be just like talking to them the whole time, and they gonna be ignoring us. So I think it's just kind of good to. It, it, I think it's really important for people to incorporate their significant others into their friendships. I think so, so too. Yeah, just so there's a, a kind of like a establishment there, because that also um, doing that it kind of. I mean, I'm not saying that people can cheat on people and whatnot, but it kind of makes them feel even more like inclusive. Yeah, like like okay, I got you, especially when you get involved with the family and the friends. It's just like I can't be out here doing this shit because it's a representation on them as well because they trust me. Not only does this person I'm dating trust me, but their friends trust me, their family trusts me. Like I can't be out here acting any old way because it's a bad representation on them ultimately because their friends gonna come down on them and they're gonna feel like all sad and bad about it and everything so I feel like like just like along with like what you said there 
there are certain people that like maybe this is the most serious relationship they've ever been in and they just don't know how to balance um their social life with like their relationship so it's just kind of they're just in it Mm -hmm. deep so they probably haven't even gotten to that point to where Oh, I want you to meet my friends exactly. because it's like I don't I don't want to be around anyone else but you. So I think I think it's important to just like if this is someone that you're close with, like you you know your friend. So like just think about the type of person that that person is and like with that it'll be easier for you to kind of form an opinion off of Mm-hmm. what it what may be actually going on like maybe they're just wrapped up in them or maybe they're scared or maybe it's this because it's like you can't just you can't just form an opinion a general opinion when you really know this person so yeah. you just gotta take both and like think about the person in mind so it's like if you know the type of person that they are maybe try to like well, why don't we go bowling? Like, yeah. you know, like try to incorporate some like social activities. Yeah. Or even maybe a double date. Yeah. I don't know. Like just try to just try to be more inclusive based off your friend and you know their personal preference. Yeah, because it's a puzzle. I gotta admit that is puzzling. Cause you because even the person that is dating the person's friend, like they might even feel like, I don't know what um I don't know how her friends are gonna be towards me. What if they're gonna like all grill me and what are they gonna act like this? Yeah. Like, what if they just won't like me and then they're gonna convince her not to like me anymore? That could be something that they're generally afraid of. All right, y'all, so it's time to wrap it up. So Brandon, tell them where they can find you. You guys can find me on Twitter at Brandon underscore 17K or you can find me on Instagram at B.17K. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Audie Francisco. That's A-U-T-Y Francisco, like San Francisco. And you already know where to find me at on IG, Wonton underscore Newt. That's W-A-N-T-O-N underscore N-U-P-E. Peace. Out. Bye.